welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome back to World Live Broadcast. Let's continue to look in God's Word concerning the subject of healing. As we said yesterday, the Word of God has much to say on this subject. But one area I want to touch on today is the covenant that the Lord Jesus Christ established for us, and part of that covenant is healing. Now, we're no longer under the law, but we're under grace. And He has obtained a covenant for us that we can walk in the fullness of. And the covenant that he obtained for us was purchased through his blood. Without the shedding of blood, there is no covenant. Every covenant, if you'll study uh, any covenant that anybody has established, uh, a lot of uh, the tribes in Africa, the Native Americans, which I'm part Cherokee myself, uh, they established uh covenants with each other with other tribes other families whatever and uh, they would establish that covenant but every covenant that was established was always established with blood now if you'll uh, look at some of the uh, tribes in africa they would even take blood and put it in a cup and you'd put your blood in the cup and their blood in the cup and you'd drink it and that's how they would establish it and they say your blood is my blood my blood is yours we're now family and the covenant that they would cut, they would be like, we're, we're family. We're no longer separate, but we're one. If you need something, I've got it. If I have something you need, you've got it. It is the same thing with the Lord Jesus Christ. He purchased a covenant for us. Part of that covenant is healing. And he purchased it with his blood. And as we said yesterday in Isaiah chapter 52, He said his visage was marred more than any man, and he sprinkled many nations. He sprinkled the mercy seat of God with his own blood and established a covenant for us that says, Father God, I I have established a covenant, and I proclaim them healed. And the Father God looked over at the blood of Jesus and at the mercy seat and said, Sufficient sacrifice, my son. I established the covenant with you, and I declare them healed as well. All they have to do is believe it in their heart, receive it by faith, and it is theirs. Amen. And walk in the promises of God. But sometimes we expect the promises of God just to be established just because they're in the Word. But God expects us to get into the Word of God, get it into our heart, and then walk in the Word of God and walk according to the Word of God and walk in that covenant and understand we have a covenant with the Father through the Lord Jesus Christ that we are no longer the same. Now let's look at Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 6. But now he has obtained a more excellent ministry inasmuch as he is also mediator of a better covenant which was established on better promises. Now, in the old covenant that Abraham had, they had to walk according to the law. And if you'll study Deuteronomy 28 and 29, they had to walk according to the law. And uh, 
the children of Israel, they had to do everything that the law said or they would not uh, receive the promises. And if they did, they would be walking under the curse. And they had to have their sins atoned for by uh, killing an animal or something. And they had to go in, the priest had to go in and sprinkle the mercy seat, which was the top and shadow of heaven. But Jesus Christ entered in once for all for us. And he sprinkled that mercy seat of God once and for all. And it, no other sacrifice will ever, 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 ever have to be done for us or anyone else. But we have a new covenant that's established on new and better promises. And the Father God says it's a free gift. You're walking under grace. I'm giving it to you. You don't have to do anything except believe. Now we have to walk by faith. And we have to understand that the covenant that the Father established with Jesus is that we are one with him. And to find out about this covenant, we just need to look in John chapter 17. And I admonish you, I don't have time to read it today, but read the whole chapter of John 17. And this was talking about the apostles, but he also talked about the people that they would minister to. And he was also talking about you and I today that uh, we are one with the Father and one with Jesus. Now, John 17, 9 through 11, I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. And all mine are yours, and yours are mine. And I am glorified in them. Now, I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to you, Holy Father. Keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are. Now, the covenant that uh, Jesus established with the Father, and as we said yesterday, or earlier today, uh, if you cut covenant with someone, that means that everything you have is theirs, and everything you have is theirs, and everything that they have is yours. So uh, vice versa, it, it is a covenant that you're one with each other. If you need something, I'm here for you. If you need something, I'm here for you or you're there for me. It is the same thing. No matter what, you're there for each other. So uh, we have to understand that we're one with the Father and one with the Son. Now, uh, there is no separation. Now, a lot of times people think that if they commit a sin that they're separated from God, you're not separated from Him, you're one with Him. You just may lose fellowship, and you come before Him and say, Father, forgive me, I shouldn't have done that, and He forgives you that very second. The blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, He looks over at that blood and says, I forgive you, that blood is a sufficient sacrifice, no matter what you've done, I forgive you. And you're forgiven that very second, and then you're right back in fellowship with the Father. And there is no separation. But the devil will try to tell you that you are separated, separated from God for anything you've done wrong. That is one of the number one things he does to, to make you think that you don't deserve the things of God. But the, thing, the truth is you're one with the Father. Now let's look at it like this. If you're one with Jesus and you're one with the Father, would God want himself to be sick? No, if he was to put sickness on you, it'd be like putting sickness on himself. If, if uh, the Father God put sickness upon you, it'd be just like putting sickness on Jesus. 
No, Jesus Christ purchased your healing. He took it upon himself. He took that sickness and sin and disease upon himself so that you don't have to bear it. He took it upon himself and says, Father, I took all that upon me so they don't have to be sick anymore. So they don't have to be poor anymore. So they don't have to walk in away from you, Father God. They don't have to be separated from you anymore, but they can walk in fellowship with you. And the Father God sent Jesus Christ. He gave his one and only Son so that we could be walking in the truth of God's Word and walk in fellowship with him. Now let's look at uh, Colossians chapter 1 and verse 12. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. Now right there it says we've been forgiven of sins and He delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of His Son of His love. So that means that we're citizens of heaven. You're no longer the same. We are in this world, but we're not of it. But the enemy would try to make you think that you're under his rule, that sickness rules over you, but it does not rule over you. You rule over it. And you tell it what to do. Amen? Now let's look at Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Salvation is a gift of God. Healing is a gift of God. Everything we receive from God is a gift of God. We received it by grace. Not of works, verse 9, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Now, the good works that God wants us to walk in, he wants us to walk in the truth of his word, which would be, we're forgiven of every sin, we're citizens of heaven, we're children of God, we are healed, he wants us to walk in, in complete peace, fellowship with him, walk in health, walk in prosperity, walk in everything he's prepared for us, everything that Jesus Christ purchased for you, every free gift he wants us to walk in, and in part of that covenant, Part of that free gift is healing. Amen. Now let's look at Galatians chapter 3 verses 10 through 14. For as many are as of the work of the law are under the curse. For it is written, Curses everyone who does not continue in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. But that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident. For the just shall live by faith. Yet the law is not of faith, but the man who does them shall live by them. Now he's saying here that he redeemed us from the curse of the law. In verse 13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Everything we receive from God is through faith. And we have to understand that the covenant that we have with the Father, we have to receive that by faith. And we have to understand that we're no longer under the law, 
That means if you're under the law, that if you have to obey all of it, if you don't obey all the law, then sickness and all these other things, a curse will come upon you. But see, it said that Jesus redeemed us from the curse of the law. We're no longer under that, but we're under grace, and we're children of God. We're his children. And if we're his children, then we are redeemed from anything. Now, if we're his children, we're no longer under a curse, but we are under a covenant, and we are also in line to receive all the promises of God. Part of those promises are healing. Now we read yesterday, 1 Peter 2, 24, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin might live for righteousness. By his stripes you were healed. Amen. If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the Giving tab of our website, which is located at wacba.org. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013.